righty, we're back to the Fish and Chip Podcast. We are on week 13, correct, Chippy Boy? And I believe the, so. There's Chip Daly over there, and there's Dan Fish right here, and we are the Fish and Chip Podcast. What are we talking about this week there, Chip? What are we talking about? This is the first time in a long time I'm having a coffee for our show because we're recording in the morning. In the morning. <laughs> it's been a long time I... since we've done a morning show. The morning show. That's a show. On isn't that a show? The morning show on Apple TV. I don't know. I think it is. We're not that show. We're a different morning show now. Yeah. Oh uh, yes. Uh wow. Put me on the spot. Where are my notes? There they are. Okay, I got one for you. Let's just start off with the stats. Everybody loves stats. Jags won over the Ravens this weekend. Did you know sure that? They sure did. Trevor Lawrence, baby, he was on fuego. Anyway, did you know? The Jags were down by seven in the fourth quarter, and they actually won. It's the first time they've ever done that as a franchise. Be down seven or more points in the fourth quarter and come back to win the game. First time in their franchise history? First time in franchise history, they were 0-175. They've never come back from seven points in the fourth quarter? No. (laughs) Wow. You think about that, though. Normally, that's kind of associated to having a good quarterback and being able to come back when you have to start throwing it. And have they ever had a good quarterback? Well, Blake I guess Bortles, man. Blake Bortles, baby. <laughs> Who's that guy in like the mid-2000s? Garrard or something? There was David Garrard and yeah. um, he was uh, all right. Byron, Byron Leftwich obviously played there, too. They were both fine. Fine, I guess. They were fine, yeah, but they never came back by more than seven. It's because when they had Bortles, they were always ahead. <laughs> Elite. That actually is pretty wild. I feel like the Vikings have done that like five times this season. Yeah. Maybe like 10. I did, ten wins. <laughs> I did watch that final drive by the Jags, and I was actually impressed by Trevor. I'm back on the yeah. bandwagon, man. Back on the Trevor bandwagon. The I've been on and off his wagon. Po- the first episode of the podcast, Anchor Trevor. Yep. But this Almost year, especially- three years ago. Yeah, wow. Wait, it was three years ago, wasn't it? In April 2020. Yeah, that's right. That's right. April, April Fool's Day. Oh, yes, that's right. It'll be be three years. Fantasy purposes, though, man. Trevor Lawrence, I was so, I was really buying into him at the start of the year. I got him on my team at one point because I needed him and he let me down like three straight weeks. So I dropped him and now I'm back on. That's all you had to do. You had to drop him and he started playing it. Yeah. I did pick him up last week, though, and he still did good. You know who else did good? No. Mike White! Like freaking white. Oh my god. That was about as perfect as you can be without being perfect. Like I think his pass rating was like 148 or 149 on a scale of like 151. (laughs) That's nuts. For that first and it was raining. Yeah. Mike White doesn't fear the rain. He doesn't fear anything. For that first quarter, I thought that game was gonna be like 45 to 40. Simeon was looking good too at the start. <laughs> Dude, Trevor Simeon was actually picking on Sass Gardner. Sauce. The sauce. I at least the two highlights I saw on Red Zone. If I was a quarterback, I'd go at him every single time just so I can say I got the sauce. Yes. I tasted the sauce. I just kept going back and dipping for more sauce. <laughs> Tasty sauce. I kept dipping. <laughs> Oh, man. You know who oh, else right. played good? Josh Jacobs. Uh, yeah, and so did Derek Carr. Derek Carr. Oh, man, we brought, the, we brought this up. 
Mm-hmm. When did we bring this up? Like four, five, six weeks ago? Yeah, it was probably, yeah, like four months ago or so, yeah. There's a random stat that I found online. I don't remember if I read it or if I was just looking at stats deciding on DraftKings and noticed that Derek Carr has not thrown more than two touchdowns in the game since week 13 of 2020. So that's almost exactly two full years ago now that he has not thrown more than two touchdown passes in a game with a total of 33 games played, including one playoff game. So 33 total games until he did it again this past week. He threw three touchdowns this week for the first time in 33 games. <laughs> Which, with him, that it seems so crazy because he throws it so much. Yeah, and Josh Jacob ran all over the place. Yeah, including like an 86-yard walk-off touchdown in overtime. Ooh. No, no big deal. No big deal. Well, that, that's very, uh, I don't know, it's kind of shocking that Derek Carr has not done that in that long. What do you remember the game a few weeks ago? I don't remember who they were playing. Let me see if I can find it quick. He threw he had two, two touchdowns in the first in the quarter. First quarter. <laughs> I remember seeing that. I was like, oh, it's happening. But it didn't. Is that a game they lost? It might have been the one against Jacksonville. Probably. No, yeah. They only had one touchdown in the first quarter. Colts, maybe? No. <sighs> it's not that important. Texans, that's probably the one. That's nope. probably the one. No, nope. Saints. I don't know. Did they play the Saints lately? No, they they got blown out twenty four to zero. Oh, yeah. Was it? That's funny. man. What he had two in the first quarter, didn't he? I don't know. All these games are clicking on. It says they scored seven or less points in the first quarter. Well, maybe it was just first half. Maybe it was first half. I maybe it was like right away in the second quarter. Then yeah, so basically like one quarter. Anyway, maybe like the first two drives or something like that. That could be. Anyway, that one looked promising. Didn't do it. I think he's going to have a little heater going and do three. Have a streak of three touchdown games. I would go with no. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, they're playing the Chargers this weekend. That game could be a shootout. Could be. It also could be like 18 to 17. Nah. That feels kind of how like the Chargers games have gone this year. It's more low scoring than high. However, with Keenan Allen, but back, you keep I, you keep saying you keep saying I'm going to stick with my boy Justin. Her- oh my God, did I just blank on it? Justin Herbert? Herbert, <laughs> Herbert, fully <laughs> for your fantasies, and you're just like keeps letting me down, but I'm going to keep sticking. With <laughs> well, you're in for a real treat in today's fantasy stats. <laughs> oh man, uh, uh, question for you because the last couple of weeks you we kind of talked about the Vikings. We've been following them a little more closely since they've been doing better. Um, Mike White, he's coming to town. Yeah, he's, he's coming to town. Is it going to be a whiteout at U.S. Bank Stadium? Mm, probably. Get it? Get it? Yes. You know how the Vikings do against backup quarterbacks. Well, that's what I'm asking. Are they in trouble this weekend? They're in trouble every week. week. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Um. Yeah, I mean, just seeing how bad their defense is. No offense to Mac Jones, but <laughs> he had a career game last week. 380-something yards. Like, career high for him. And the Vikings let Nelson Aguilar rip him for a touchdown and a lot of yards. Like, <laughs> that's bad. Hunter Henry almost had And Hunter touchdowns. Henry. <laughs> like, <laughs> these are guys, like, they're good on the Patriots, but they're not supposed to be that explosive. Yeah. You know? Uh, so, yeah, um, 
I'm afraid Mike White's gonna rip the Vikes. Yeah, I'm afraid too, bro. Um, what did Mike White finish with last week? I just want to say, it. yeah, like three touchdowns, 300 yards. Yeah, it was like it? almost perfect pass. Pull that stat line up from last week. But I do want to say at the beginning of that, when you were talking about last week's game with Patriots, you said, no offense to Mac Jones. I want to just say none taken, but also disappointed I didn't get to make my midnight Mac on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I know, man. I was ready for that midnight Mac. I know, but I was also like 10 o'clock it, and I'm like, I'm ready for bed. (laughs) So I'm like almost halfway like, don't don't pull the comeback. I don't want to stay up till midnight. (laughs) Close because because if I if they won I had to do it like there was no backing up you know in yeah. content got to do it you had to got to make uh, that send up tweet out a picture at midnight the Mac uh, Mike White was twenty two of twenty eight three hundred fifteen yards three touchdowns ninety one point two quarterback rating one forty nine point three passer rating <sighs> pretty much that's perfect. that's happening again this week against the Vikings yeah like I said that's about as perfect as you can be without being perfect yeah. So you because only missed, of, what four throws? Six, six, six. Because of Mike White, though, the magical coin was wrong. Oh, yeah. It predicted they were going to lose to the Bears, but they won. We'll blame that on Mike White and no Justin Fields. Do you remember, like a month ago, they moved Flacco down to QB three and Mike White up to QB two? I think they made the right choice. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot they did this. I was I was shocked last week when they named Mike White over Joe Flacco. Oh, I wasn't shocked because I knew that Joe Flacco wasn't even suiting up for games. But I was like, I forgot about go. that. I just kind of thought they might go to Flacco because he had success already this year. Yeah, he looked good at the start, man. It's setting up for that Nick Foles playoff run. Was Mike White just hurt at the beginning of the year? Like, why was I he not remember in, instead of Flacco? Like, if they believed in him more this whole time, he played last year. He played. Mike White was drafted four years ago. Yeah, well, I don't think he was drafted just a year ago. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if he was hurt. Um, but the coin man. So it was, it was the first incorrect one. It predicts they're going to beat the Vikings this week, but in order to balance that out now, it's got to be wrong. So they they better lose. Maybe it'll be wrong the rest of the year. <laughs> Maybe. I I am kind of nervous though. We'll, this we'll is see. about the same time Vegas's coin was wrong last year, wasn't it? I think so. Week 13, 12. And was that the only time it was wrong, though? Then it was wrong at the very end, but it balanced out the final uh, final standings. Oh, okay. So it was wrong when they beat the Chargers. I think so. Well, no, I but had it, them making the playoffs, but I had the final record right. Yeah, so I'm saying they, they had the they had Vegas losing to the Chargers week 18 or something. Oh, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. And then they beat them. But then they also got it wrong, like whatever week when they were supposed to win the game, I think, and they lost. Yeah, they lost a tight one when they were supposed to win. I think. Yeah. So uh, holiday season's coming up. Christmas, you yeah. celebrate that. Uh, the NFL is having some Christmas games this year because it's Sunday. Most of the games are going to be on Christmas Eve, which is Saturday. But there's three games on Sunday, <laughs> and one of those games. Oh boy, it's the Rams versus the Broncos. Oh my God! Did you hear what the <laughs> the Rams front office and organization have uh, requested of their season ticket holders? Uh, to not come to their games. Uh well, no, they're anticipating them not showing up. So they said, "Please donate your tickets to that game to someone that will actually show up." <laughs> they sent out a notice. Only apparently. in LA. 
Yes, this is this is from NBC Sports reporting that <laughs> that because it's Christmas Day, both teams are going to be bad. That they're figuring the stadium is going to be empty. So they said, "Please donate your tickets." It's like this Ooh. this game subject to blackouts in most areas. Yep. Thank you. We didn't want to watch it anyway. In other bad news, four of their final six games are on national TV. Oh boy. It's like well, yeah, the I mean, they were defending the Super Bowl champs. I know. Maybe they'll get flexed out. I got something about Denver in the next segment. I'll tell you later. All right. But it's 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 juicy. Juicy. Give me some juice. It's really not that juicy, but yeah. I just want to keep people listening. Yes. Gotta wait for that it's juice. W- it's worth it's worth waiting for. That's all I gotta say. Okay. Sean Watson's back this week. Yeah. I'm scared. He'll be breaks a hand and he's going against his former team like is that why is that why the nfl came up with this stupid 11 game suspension like what has happened around numbers why not 10 you know? probably honestly like, they're probably like you know what we got to suspend you more than eight so we're going to go for 11 that way your first game back will be against your former team he hasn't played an actual regular season game in almost two years i know i i i hope he's bad <laughs> I hope the Texans win. I got them winning. Do you? They're they're a touchdown underdog. Yes, they are. I just don't know how many of those guys are still there from the Watson days because it's been so long. So, like, is revenge really on Houston's mind at all? I doubt it. No, probably not. Like, Davis Mills, probably happy that he left because now he's getting a start. Yeah. Is Brandon you Cooks know? there, probably. Brandon Cooks is there. But he only Cook? played, like, what, one season with him? Yeah. Some of their old line, Laramie Tunsil. Laramie Tunsil. Dude, he's actually good. Do you remember his draft uh, night? <laughs> yes. That's the only <laughs> reason I remember it. <laughs> the gas match. That's the only thing I picture. <laughs> Every time I hear that name. Yeah. Unreal. That's great. I don't, I don't recognize most of the roster. Sorry, Houston. Sorry. Not sorry. Sorry. Should we uh, wrap up Seggy 1, go to Seggy 2? Sure. All right. Stay tuned. Fish and Chip Podcast coming back after this. All right, folks. We're back. Chip Daly here, Dan Fish over there. Fish and Chip Podcast. Uh, I don't know if Dan had something you wanted to share right away. Otherwise, we'll get to the fantasies. I did want to share something right away. Well, I don't want to hear it. Just what do I want to share? What? Oh, I thought you said you Ooh. did. Oh, on Denver? I don't know. You said you got to tease it for the second segment. Yeah. So you got to wait till the spread segment. Oh, okay. Not right away. Going to keep yeah, making yeah. them wait. Yeah, keep making them wait. It's, yeah, the Denver take is for my second segment. So uh, Then we're going to get there. My spread segment. There. Yeah, you got to do the fantasies first. But then the, the listeners will get there and they'll put it behind a paywall. Sure. Just like CBS Sports trash does. Trash. Yep. That is so annoying when once I do that. It's just man, clickbait. Then you scroll all the way to the bottom. It's like, oh, you want to find out more? Pay us $10. <laughs> it's like a scam. It's like a scam. Totally. Totally. Daily fantasies. All right, Daily Fantasies, man. Ooh. So last week, 
I went ahead and listed Mahomes as an option every week. And of course, last week he got a measly 22 points. Uh, he sucked. He sucked. I mean, that's actually solid. 22 on a bad 22 week. 22 points on a bad week. He didn't bust. Like, he he was like, so DraftKings, I don't know about FanDuel. I'm sure they do the same. If they go above the projection, they get a fire symbol next to him. If they're below, they get a snowflake. He didn't have either, so he, he did like his average. So it was fine. Whatever. Uh, he did finish as quarterback eight for the day, which is not ideal for his price. Uh, my favorite stacks last week, though, were the Herbie, Justin Herbert, and Joe Burrow. And Herbert was good. He was quarterback two for the week and was only .18 points behind quarterback one, which was Trevor Lawrence. Wow. But for once, man, we should have listened to Dan. He was not on the Burrow wagon last week, and he was kind of right. You were right. Yeah, Tennessee just keeps it low scoring. And they I know they do. Games. Joe Burrow was quarterback 10 for the week for fantasy points. Uh, Justin Herbert, even though he had, uh, I didn't put his total points down. I think he had 28 something. Uh, I told you to pair him with Keenan and Eckler. Both of those guys were fine. Again, didn't blow up, didn't fizzle out. But DeAndre Carter, man, <laughs> I threw him in a lineup. He smashed. He had 20 points. He was really cheap. He had a touchdown. I don't know, seven points or seven catches, something like that. Then on the Burrow side, T. Higgins did really well. I think he was uh, he was wide receiver three for the day, but Burrow didn't do well. The value stack of Geno Smith, if he went that route and paired it with Josh Jacobs, you were sitting spicy. I I pay, played Devonta Adams though, so that was not good. But Jacobs had 51 points, which was 20 points higher than the next highest scoring person. Actually, 19, if you want to be totally And the next highest scoring person or running back? Person. Person. <laughs> <laughs> the next highest scoring, I think, was... Uh, I don't have it in front of me. One of the wide receivers had 32. And <laughs> Josh Jacobs had 51.3. Oh. Well, here's the highest scoring quarterback wide receiver duo last week. Trevor Lawrence and Zay Jones. Mr. Levitate. Mr. Levitate. Followed very closely by Mike White and Garrett Wilson. They were the number two quarterback wide receiver duo last week. And I benched Garrett Wilson in my season-long fantasy. And and Zay Jones. (laughs) Mistakes were made. As I say, on to this week. We're back to 12 full games on Sunday. There's a couple buys. I didn't look. I didn't bother. Who's on the buy? Cardinals and Panthers. Whatever. So we got 12 full games on Sunday afternoon. There's three games this week above 50. It's been a couple weeks since we have more than one. Those games are Kansas City favored by two and a half at Cincinnati. That game is predicted for 52 and a half points. The next one, Jacksonville favored by one at Detroit, 51 and a half. And we mentioned this kind of earlier. Chargers favored by two at Las Vegas, 50 and a half points. Woo-wee. Lots of high-scoring games this weekend, maybe. Uh, my home stacks, I think, still stand, especially in that game. If uh, if that game is, you know, as hyped up as it's going to be, there's going to be lots of points scored. I don't know. You don't like it? Okay. Well, I'm not picking them as a favorite. I just I think mean, I, an I option. Can, I can see them getting to 50 points, but it's going to be like 26-24. That's fine. Like, I think it's going to be like in the 20s. I don't think anybody's getting the 30. Okay. 
there's going to be a lot of quarterback pressure in that game because since his O-line is terrible and then since his D-line is great. So, And the one game Joe Burrow has played against Kansas City, I believe it's the only time in the playoffs last year. Yeah. He had no, they played, in the regu- they played in the regular season too. Oh, they did? Okay. When I looked at the game, wait, no, he might have been out though. Oh, um, the ACL. Because I looked at his game history. No, it was, and only... no, it was last year when Kansas City lost to Cincy late in the season last year. They fell out of the number one spot, and Cincy took over. They like, and then Tennessee ended up getting it. Because they play in the playoffs. Cincy. Yeah, that's who knocked them out last year. Was Cincy in the AFC Championship game? Well, stat muse. I don't know if I can trust you then. Well, you, it's probably just a regular season stat. Uh, yeah. What one? January second. That one to have been a playoff game. No, I was a regular season game. So I was telling you. Did they play like week 16? 16, yeah. And then like since he lost either week 17 or 18 because Bur- Burrow was out with like an ankle or something. Wait, that would have had to have been week 17 because they, right? Yeah, I mean, I was I remember just being really upset because Cin- or Kansas City wrecked their chances of getting a bye by losing to Cincinnati that late in the season. And then Tennessee was able to win out then and take the number one spot. Okay, then, I believe you. And then, and then they lost to Cincy, and Kansas City beat Buffalo in the epic matchup, and then Cincy beat Kansas City in the finals. Yeah, okay, weird. Week 16, yeah, they played each other. Uh, so, yeah, one career regular season game, Joe Burrow had four touchdowns. Yeah, they lit him up in that regular season game. And then in the playoff game, he had two touchdowns. So, yeah. but yeah, so that, that one was 27-24. The regular season one was 34-31. to All of them were close. I bet this one will still be close as well. Agreed. I don't think it's at 34-31 this time. In my Probably opinion. not. Jamar Chase still out. You know, like I said, since he's D-line. I think he's going to be back this week. He was borderline yeah. supposed to be back last week. Yeah, it, can, it concerns me with that D-line for Kansas yeah. City's part. Okay, okay. I'll listen to Dan this week. You were right last week about Joey. I'll listen to you this week about Mahomes. Okay. Okay. Just the only team that I know anything about is Kansas City. Yeah. All right. Uh, before I get to my favorite sticks, there's a couple running backs I want to point out again. Nick Chubb this week. It's high price. There's a lot of high price good looking running backs this week, but Nick Chubb at Houston. Picked on Houston a few weeks ago with Derrick Henry. Nick Chubb has had a few kind of down games. Three, actually. Two of the three last three have been pretty weak. I, I don't think Deshaun Watson will steal his thunder, so I like Nick Chubb. And then the guy I also mentioned right now, Derrick Henry, is playing Philadelphia. Uh, Tennessee, you know, they, they uh, I don't know, man. Their pass even is supposed to be so bad, but they don't allow more than 20 points. And Philly doesn't really throw it. Yeah, that's true. And uh, Philly's kind of been exposed recently against the run, so I kind of like Derrick Henry there. Yeah, I was going to bring that up, too. The point that I was going to have is they got exposed in their only loss to Washington as they couldn't block the run, but then they signed two defensive tackles. So I'm wondering how that has an effect because they had they signed Indomitian Sue, too. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Does, has that made a difference? Let's I don't know. They played two games together now or one? So this will be their second one, I think. Okay. They, lost a, they lost Washington two weeks. No, they've won two games since. Yeah, they played Colts and then they played. Oh, yeah, the Colts. What they do against the Colts? Jonathan There's, Taylor, 84 yards. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then they played uh, Green... No, not Green Bay. Um, they yeah, Green Bay. Green Bay. Oh, yeah, Green Bay on Sunday night. There you go. And that one, Green Bay had 106 total rushing yards to Philadelphia's 363 rushing yards. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, Hertz outrushed the whole team in the first quarter. Yeah. Like, period. That was like he had more rushing yards in the first quarter than the Packers had the whole game. That's but granted, they crazy. were coming from behind, so yeah, they were throwing, throwing it. All right. So I like Nick Chubb better than Derrick Henry. Uh, kind of just mentioned this. I'm just going to throw his name out there. Jalen Hurts looks good on paper, but I don't know. Like we were just kind of saying Tennessee limits points. Yeah. Not that game. Yep. So, uh, God, we're going back to the same. Well, man, my favorite stacks. Herbert. It's the same two as last week. Cousin Herbert. He's playing Las Vegas. Yeah. I like him. He's been a lot more confident with Keenan Allen back. I think he's helping him out. I think his ribs are probably also healing better. So I like with Keenan for sure. Mike Williams may be back. I don't know. I'm not going to play him. I do like Eckler always. So you could do Eckler uh, or Josh Palmer if you want to save some money, especially if Mike Williams is out. And then because um, Eckler is expensive. So Eckler or Palmer's. Yeah, that, the, that Palmer guy, I feel like he doesn't get a whole lot of catches. But like when he does, they're always like, very valuable. Yeah, agreed. Like they're they're important ones when he gets them. Yes, I don't foresee DeAndre Carter have another blow up like last week, so I'm not going to play him for the bring back. Josh Jacobs, I guess, is questionable, so I monitor that. But if he plays, the Chargers defense is one of the worst rush defenses, so I like him. He's been blowing up a lot. Otherwise, Chargers D is also not very good against wide receivers. So Devonta Adams. Uh, Josh Jacobs is in a contract year, so he's going to be coming back this week. He ain't going to mess this one. Okay. All right. Yeah, you're right. Contract year. He's got to keep playing. If he doesn't play, though, I think who's there? It's Amir White and Amir Abdullah are both super cheap. <laughs> you could bring back. <laughs> you could bring back two Raiders players, Devonta Adams, and one of those running backs, and he could still fit in a lot. So keep that in mind. Other sack I like Joe Burrow. I know we kind of just talked about that game, but. If Kansas City scores, they're going to have to keep up. I'm banking on Jamar Chase playing, so he's my first pick. I know it's his first game back, so at my bust. But have your pick of Chase, Higgins, or Boyd. Pick one to three. Bring back Kelsey, I'd say. Or if you want to get cheap and a little different, Pacheco. I think CEH is still out. And Pacheco had a lot of goal line work last week. It didn't work well, though. <laughs> but he appears to be their main runner. So I don't know. Yeah, no, yeah, he. I think they kind of committed now to Ch- Pacheco's their go-to guy. Okay. Even when oh. Clyde comes back, I think Pacheco's going to start because there was one game where they were both playing together and Pacheco got the start. So he's, he's his team's better. Yeah. Uh there are two other stacks I like this week. This next one is kind of middle range. Trevor Lawrence. This game against the Lions could get high scoring. Like I said, I'm finally back on the Trevor bandwagon. Oh, gosh. I'd pair him with Christian Kirk because he's had a couple down games. I like following those trends, buy them while they're low, you know. And then either Zay Jones or Ingram if you want to get really cheap. And the only bring back I'm picking is Amon Ra for the Lions. Oh, yeah. He's, I mean, he's just a target hog. He's a sun god. The sun god. All right, ready for my last stack, the value stack. Probably know where it's going. Mike White. Mike White. $5,400 for a starting quarterback is super cheap. Holy cow. Usually they, uh, lately they've been putting the backups up to like 4,800 just so someone doesn't randomly throw in a backup. 
and then they end up playing. Yeah. So he's like $600 more than a backup, which is nuts. And the Vikings cannot defend the pass. So I pair him with Garrett Wilson. And I don't have it in front of me now, but the Vikings have allowed the number two receiver to score a touchdown in like six of the last seven games. So I think Corey Davis is their number two guy. He he just came back from injury last week and didn't do much. So maybe him. Uh, let me let me look at the death chart. I think Elijah Moore is also on there, but he's not. Really I'd go involved. with Elijah Moore before I go with uh, Corey Davis. The official depth chart lists Corey Davis. He was Zach Wilson's favorite target. I don't know how Mike White favors him. Elijah Moore loves, or um, Mike White loves Elijah Moore. I know that. All right, we'll take Dan's word. Go with Elijah Moore as the number two. Or if you like the revenge game narrative, Tyler Conklin, the Gronklin, <laughs> coming back against his former team. On the bring back, uh, I like Devin Cook just because he's bad again, following the trend of two bad games. I don't think he'll be highly owned. So I like him. And even though Sauce Gardner's on the defense, I think Justin Jefferson's nearly matchup proof unless there's a blowout like the Dallas game. Yeah. But I, li- I like Devin Cook a little more, I think. <laughs> but Mike White? Mike White. Love it. The stacks. Love it. Okay. Spread time? Spread. All right. Let's spread it out. All right. Uh, five picks. You know what I should call this is but like no huddle, full spread, five wide. Like that's what it should be. What's the spread? Five wide. You know, five spread wide. out the deep. All right, anyway. <clears throat> here's your juice. The juice. I'm taking Denver. What? Plus eight and a half at Baltimore. Oh, what? That's <laughs> bold. Here's the thing. In all but two games, Denver hasn't allowed more than 18 points. Yeah. Well, aren't, those, aren't those two games, the previous two games they played? <laughs> no, no, no. Last yes. game was the first time. No, no, no. It wasn't the previous two. They allowed 23 know. last week and 22. Oh, no. It's been, it's been three three games. Three games that they've allowed. Three games that they've allowed at least 18 points. I just think that. Baltimore's offense has struggled the last two weeks. They yeah, haven't scored a whole whole lot of points. I mean, like I guess they did finally get up there against Jacksonville, but I'm just seeing this game as like 20 to 13, 20 to 14. I guess, yeah, I could see that. And eight and a half is just a lot. I mean, this you could call it a get right game for Baltimore. I think they win it, but I just don't see them running away with it. And eight and a half is a lot of points. So. <sighs> I don't like it, but I'm just going to take it. Yeah, the Denver. I mean, as long as the Denver defense isn't giving up on their team, I could see it happening. Yeah, I mean, if they if they play good defense like they always do and don't give up more than 20 points, I think that they should be able to score at least 13. Because that's all you got to do is you got to score 13. You're within that. You can score 12 even, and you get within that if you keep them under 20. So that's true. That's pick number one. Pick number two, Tennessee Philly. Uh, Philly's favored by five and a half, but I'm going to take the points and take Tennessee. Because again, Tennessee. Tennessee just always keeps the game close. Like even against Cincy last week, like it was close, you know, for mm-hmm. the most part. So, and that was their first loss in a long time. So I could just I could see Philly losing this game outright. Honestly, yeah, I could. Philly. It's just because, like you, like we talked about, Philly doesn't throw it that much. That's the weak part of Tennessee's defense when they try to run it. If they can corral their running game, 
you know, that's kind of what Washington did. Crowd the running game, made them have to throw, and then also run all over them. Derrick Henry. What, what about A.J. Brown revenge game? Yeah, I know. I, I, I hear you there, but what I'm saying is it's the same sort of the same sort of formula that Washington came up with is what Tennessee does on a weekly basis. So that yeah, that's true. Like I said, prove it to me that you can beat the recipe that somebody finally came up with to beat you. That's when you're a really good team is when somebody can expose you and then you can come back and prove that you can overcome what everybody thought was your weak spot. So, I mean, Philly does it. Hats off to them. I'd be happy for them, but I'm going to take Tennessee this week with points. Okay. Looky here. The Giants are a home underdog. When they've been dogs this year, they've been good. They get two and a half points. They'll take them at home. Wait. And the Giants? The oh, Giants yeah. Are, wow. I, I just read that wrong. Oops. My bad. Wa- wa- Washington's, yeah, Washington's favorite. Well, okay. Two and a half at, at the G Men. So. I don't know. It feels like a lot of the, most of the Giants games are close. So even if they lost by a last second field goal, Washington's been hot, though. I know they've been hot. I'm not necessarily saying the Giants win, but I think this game is so close that the spread is in the Giants' favor. Oh, remember, was it last week you mentioned all of the AFC East was over two games over 500? Mm hmm. Now all of the NFC East, NFC East is over two games over 500. Yep. The Patriots, because they lost, are just one game over. But man, East stacked. All yeah. the game, all eight teams are over five hundred. Makes you think the Super Bowl champs probably coming out of the East this year. Mm. One of the East. There's a, there's a good, uh, a good change. It just feels like that's what happened last year. Was everybody out West was good, uh-huh. and then a West team won it. <laughs> you know, yeah. now everybody out of East is good. So an East team's probably gonna win it. Probably. All right. Uh, Dallas is favored by eleven versus Indy on Sunday night at home. But I'm going to take Indy just because I think they're playing inspired. Dallas is just like week to week. They could come out and beat them 40 to 10, but they could also come out and lose 21 and 20. So it's yeah. like, what team are you getting out of Dallas? I don't know. The one against Minnesota or the one the week before where they looked like trash against Green Bay in the yeah. fourth quarter. You know, Maybe so I'm going to take 11 points is a lot. I'm going to take Indy. And then the pick of the week Dan's money line pick of the week. New Orleans is playing Tampa Bay Monday night. Tampa Bay is favored by three and a half. For some reason, New Orleans can just shut down Tom Brady. And I don't, yes. I can't fathom it. I don't understand it at all, but that's the case. And three and a half points, like I said, you could lose on the last second field goal to Tom Brady because he drives down the field. They kick a 40 yarder to win, but you still win the bet. So I'm going to take New Orleans because I think this game is close, even if it's low scoring. So if if New Orleans wins, they have the same amount of wins as Tampa Bay and Atlanta. Well, depending five? on Atlanta's outcome. What is that? Five? five? Yeah. <laughs> Man, what happened? What happened to the South? All right. Uh let's move on Thursday night picks. You recap last week for me. Uh last week, Thursday. So we had three games. Uh the two Thanksgiving games. The early one, we both picked Buffalo. That was right. It was close, but it was right. And then the afternoon one, we both picked Dallas over the Giants. And Dallas won. And then at night, you went with the mac and cheese. I went with the Minnesota, not cheese. Minnesota won. Close game. You so had soda. I'm, I had I had nachos. Or yes. mac and che- I had mac and cheese. You had soda. Yes. I'll make the cheese and mac. You bring the soda. I'll bring the soda. <laughs> <laughs> 
the Minnesota. Uh, so on the year, I have eight points. You have seven. I don't know if we're including the Thursday game, the Thanksgiving games. I put plus two points at the bottom in parentheses. It doesn't really matter because it's the same. Yeah, it's not going to matter because it's going to be the same anyway. So we got those right. This week, yeah, Buffalo at New let's, England. Yeah, let's count them so we look better. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I got 10 out of a possible 13. 12 and you have nine out of possible 12 <laughs> right not if we not if we count them and there's uh 14 total games no no they're bonus <laughs> we don't count we oh, get we the points count. but we don't count we, got, we get the points but they don't count as games okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know all right this week buffalo and new england both played last thursday so they haven't had exactly one week off whatever buffalo is favored by four I um, 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 um Buffalo. I'll take Buffalo. I'm taking Buffalo. Yeah. yeah, me too. They've had close games lately, but they should win. They should be the better team. Do you remember what happened last time when these two teams faced? Buffalo uh, dismantled them. Was that a year ago? They only punt. They didn't punt. Remember? No, this year. They haven't played this year. Did they? No. Oh no! Last playoff game. The playoff game though. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. I'm they yeah. didn't punt. Remember, they didn't punt at all. They scored like every time down the field. That's right. Yeah, that was so, forty-seven to seventeen. Yikes! <laughs> Did they also have, was was that the game last year in the regular season where it was snowing in Buffalo and freezing cold and yeah, and it was like three passes attempted. Neither the whole team game. could throw. Yeah. Oh yeah, Mac Jones was two of three for nineteen yards, <laughs> <laughs> and the dub. And they won. And then they go and lose by 30 in the playoffs. So, yeah, I just think Buffalo's too good. Yeah. I mean, running quarterbacks against New England normally do good. So, that's my advice. Yes. Okay. Oh, I forgot to mention with the spread. I didn't mention, mention my record. Last week, I was uh, I got my pick right for the pick of the week. I went 3-2 and two on the week. Brings me to 3-9 and nine in the season for picks of the week. 25 34 and one. However, I have picked every game chip and get this. I'm two games above 500 on every single game this year. Oh, I just, I just can't pick the five that I want to highlight <laughs> very well. Yeah. yeah. But I'm going to pick the winners making two units so far. So, all right. All should right. we move on to survivor then? Yes. Survivor picks of the week. Woo! Last week. We both picked Miami. You used their double points. Bang, bang. That game was, I think, the most, the easiest survivor pick we've had this year, at least for me, like for, for, for a final outcome of the game. I don't know. New England against Chicago, that Monday night looked really good, too, to me <laughs> when he made that pick. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Wait. Wait. Yeah, ahead of time, it looked good, but they lost. Yeah, ahead of time it looked good. Tampa I mean, like, Bay looked good. Remember when Tampa Bay lost? I can't remember who to week six. That one looked really yes. good. You used the point doubler. I picked them. I meant like as the game was happening, it looked like oh. the easiest one we've picked. That game <laughs> got closer than it should have been. <laughs> yeah, it did. They still won by 15. Because they were up, what, like by 30 and then it turned into 15. Yeah, yeah. They, they only scored. covered by a half a point. Yeah, come on, Miami. <laughs> Uh, so All you're right. up two points now. Yeah. You have one lifeline left. I have two left, and I 
one of them is my double pick, so two sh- two teams a week, and I'm running out of options, man. I'm running low too, but I feel like I got to take the ones that are the safest bet, which is kind of what I'm doing. I was thinking about Seattle this week playing the Rams, but I'm like it would be such a stupid thing for Seattle to go and lose this week. And I just <laughs> anyway, I don't think Indianapolis beats Dallas. I think they might be able to keep it close for a little while, but I'll take Dallas. It'd be such a Dallas thing to lose this week. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to take him anyway. I'm going to take Dallas. Uh, <laughs> I was looking at Seattle. We both what feel did... equally good about this week then, huh? I need to use my double pick, though, at some point. I'm wondering. You could copy my Dallas pick. Or I could use Dallas this week and then copy Seattle. Either way, it doesn't really matter, does it? Because they both count as using the team, right? Uh, copy picks do not. They so, don't. No. So I like because otherwise I you could oh steal yeah steal 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 yeah the steal where I copy your pick because otherwise you I could just pick teams that you've already picked and then you'd never be able to copy me the whole rest of the year. You know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like I could uh, take I could take Cleveland in a game and you won't be able to copy me then. So no, you okay. can copy. Me. All right, I need to use I need to use a uh, one of these laugh lines. I'm going to steal Dallas from you. So you're gonna use pick. a cop, copy pick. Then who yeah. is your actual? Who's your actual pick? So you do Seattle plus Dallas. Seattle will be my actual pick. Seattle will be the actual pick, and then you're gonna steal Dallas. So you you can still have you'd still have Dallas available. I still right? have Dallas then. Correct. Yes, that's what I'm doing. That's do you want to steal choice. Seattle? I could. <laughs> it would actually be smart. It would. Because then I would keep my lead for mm-hmm. guaranteed. No matter what happens. Yeah. But um I don't know. I'm looking at teams you got left. You still got Buffalo, Miami, Cincinnati, yes, Minnesota. Yes. The Chargers. You got Denver, man. You still can use Denver. Denver. <laughs> when they go to Brett Rippon, that's when the season turns around. <laughs> they trade back for Drew Locke. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um no, I'm gonna just leave it at Dallas this week. Okay. I uh I'm like basically over two of my lifelines this year, so let's get ready for 0 three. <laughs> All right, we'll see what happens, I guess. Uh huh. But who's Dallas yeah, I mean, playing against <laughs> Indianapolis on Sunday? Oh yeah. Oh uh, gosh. Okay. Prime time. Dallas and prime time. Maybe a better combo. Anything. Yeah, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. All right, yeah, I guess I'll go with that. All right, you were both down to one lifeline. Picks are in. They are solidified. We are the Fish and Chip Podcast. We are on Twitter at Fish and Chip Pod, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, the Google Machine, Amazon, most places you get your podcast. I don't know what else I said. Did I say Amazon twice? Oh, I'm losing it. End of the show hurts. Uh, Chip Daly's over there. Hurts. Dan Fish is right here. We'll see you next week. TDB. Thanks for listening, everybody. Stay sweet universe. Thank you.